hi everybody this is Julissa today I'm gonna talk to you guys about um, this case that happened some years ago okay this happened in 2009 and this is so important for me to speak about because you know I just feel like this happened right around the area where I were, where I went to college in Terrytown and Terrytown is mentioned here in this story too this tragic story that happened in real life and you know I don't want to get too much into the details I'm basically here to tell you um what I think actually happened and if you have any type of input please feel free to reach out leave a comment or let me know, you know, if you disagree with me or you agree with me. Because I feel like a lot of people look at this case after so many years that it had passed. It's almost like it's still so fresh in our memories. And we still, um, we still haven't been able to kind of like, you know, understand what really happened to Aunt Diane, right? And I think by, by saying Aunt Diane, you guys know what I'm referring to. Today I'm going to speak about the 2009 Teutonic State Parkway crash that happened that involved and uh, that, that involved Diane Schuler. She's a, a mom. She was 36 years old when that happened. And in that runway crash that happened, like I said, in the Teutonic State, State Parkway, um, she was driving in the wrong direction for about a mile and a half, which is a very long time, okay? And if you haven't heard about this case, it's a very tragic case. And, you know, I, I'm going to give you a warning before you start doing your research. But I think by now, most of the people, if you came across this podcast or video, you probably know, you probably are doing your own research about this, okay? And I feel like, you know, the more and more that people are talking about it, the more more new fresh eyes are looking into this case, perhaps we can get some type of answer. The answer that people are waiting to hear, you know, I think that we understand 100% that the, the person who knows exactly what happened is Diane Schuler, but and she's you know she's not she's not alive to let us know what happened but i feel like when you you look at it from a different perspective and you have new set of eyes looking into it you know looking at the story for the first time perhaps we can come to some type of conclusion that makes sense because you know life repeats itself right a lot of people you know have gone through similar things and they can probably have perhaps not so tragic as this, but they maybe had some type of experience that are similar and something that we can learn from. Okay, so let me just give you kind of like the brief um, story of what happened. So Diane Schuler was coming back from a camping trip weekend that she had with her two kids and three of her nieces and this happened on Sunday July 26 2009 and the crash happened about around 1 30 p.m. at the Titanic State Parkway um, like I said you, you guys so apparently she was camping the whole weekend with her husband and three of her nieces and two of and her two kids you know and uh, 
apparently they had two vehicles, right? One vehicle, you know, heading back home, it was the dad and he was driving with the dog, of the, the family dog, and then Diane took the van, the minivan that belonged to her brother, and she took all of the kids with her. And I think that, just by saying that, you know, I had mentioned this before in different type of podcasts, and I had people, you know, kind of like say, oh, it's not that uncommon. Let me just tell you something. Let me just tell you something. This lady, Diane Schuler, um, she took all these kids, all the kids in the minivan. It's like, first of all, why are you taking two cars? You, like, that does not make sense to me. Why take two, two cars and, like, the father doesn't even help? Oh, my boy, you know, like, at least the, Ryan, the, the, the lone survivor that I got to say. um, I, Like, at least I'll ride with that or something like that. That never happened. But anyways, before I get into my opinion, let me just tell you exactly what happened. So, they were driving back from a camping trip. The dad was driving with the dog and in a different car. And then Diane Schuler in her brother's minivan, the red minivan, the famous red minivan was driving back with her three of her nieces and then her two kids right and then at some point 45 minutes into her drive home she stopped um i mean 15 minutes into the drive she stopped at a mcdonald's okay where she's seen you know um just doing regular things like buying food feeding the kids and then the kids are seen playing in the in the playground of mcdonald's and i think to me that's the big red flag okay let me tell you i when i was younger i went to a lot of camping trips and when we're coming back from a camping trip after having a weekend of fun and being tired and being waking up early in the morning on a sunday to go back home we don't if we're gonna get something to eat we're gonna get something to eat we're gonna go there's no like oh let's play now my mom will be like i don't know you guys play the whole week and we're we're gonna get something to eat to get back on the road uh, especially when they have people waiting and the reason that i'm saying that is that her her sister-in-law the, the mom of the three nieces that were in the band um she was they were waiting for them because they had to do they gotta go to dance practice or something like that so it's not like they had you know i was surprised and i, I don't think a lot of people picked up on this little detail about mcdonald's and that stop that she made why were the kids playing in the playground of mcdonald's when they're just stopping to get breakfast why even get out of the car right um when you have a deadline the kids are tired perhaps maybe maybe one or two wanted to use the bathroom okay that can make sense but to also get out you know get a table go to the playground and feed the kids like that to me is a big red flag like why they just came from camping trip. You're not going out on a Sunday with them like as a regular fun day type of day. You're coming tired from a camping trip, but that's just my opinion, okay? So let me continue on um, by talking about exactly what happened. So the first stop after she, she packed the kids and left the campsite was McDonald's. Like I said, after McDonald's, right across i believe there's a gas station and there's actual footage footage of diane Schuler getting out of the minivan and going into the gas station and they said that she seemed asking something okay she asked something to the attendant and apparently he didn't have it and then she walks right out and leaves the the sunoco gas station and right when they pass i mean the, like the, there's so many things that don't make sense okay right when she left she continued driving on 
and witnesses say that on uh, in the highway she seems to be um beeping the horn for about a mile like what is going on like she is beeping the horn for a while a mile and tailgating people driving very recklessly okay and i feel like let me just tell you something we all you know the majority of people by now i mean people watching this video i understand that a lot of us we have cars we drive every day when people are tailgating you you know you're like what is this guy want you basically say you know what is going on why are they tailgating me and I, some people will like confront them and like slow down on purpose i'm the type of person that'll be like okay i get out of the way so you can move forward like apparently you have some type of emergency that's basically how i see it um because you have to be so careful when people do that right when they tell you they're flashing their lights at you to kind of make you move faster or whatever but apparently diane Schuler was doing all of that and the witnesses, it's interesting because the witnesses said that she looked like she was on a mission, okay? And that's just hard to understand why, you know, they're saying so many things that they found on her, on her body and the toxicology report after she died. Like, they say that she was completely drunk and all of that, like three times the, the legal limit. But... A person who's strong kind of like sways back and forth, right? A person, we all seen them. That's how, you know, I never experienced, like maybe I've seen a couple of drunk guys on the, on the streets and things like that. But people who are drunk, they don't have a balance. This lady, um, Diane Schuller is being described as driving straight forward on a mission, okay? Fast on a mission, beeping her horn, following people, tailgating them, okay? And then during that time, okay, this is very important. So during that driving recklessly that she was doing, she was able um, to make a phone call, okay? And she said to her sister-in-law, that the mom of the three nieces in the car, she said, you were running late, okay? And the, the, the crazy thing is like everybody who spoke with her over the phone, in the beginning they said she sounded so normal. And then at one moment, they, they continue driving. Then one moment, the niece, the oldest niece, um, she was eight years old, she called her mom and she said, there's something wrong with Anne Diane, right? That's the, the title of the HBO documentary, if you want to look into it. And then she called her mom. She said, there's something wrong with Anne Diane. And the mom said, what do you mean? She said, and she said, she said, what do you mean put, put Anne Diane on the phone? So let's just think about that for a second, okay? So the niece is calling. Diane is hearing that the niece is on the phone with her mom, right? So she, the, the mom says she heard them crying. She, she heard the other, the younger child crying. And Emma, I believe her name was the eight-year-old. She also sounded like very upset. She said, there's something wrong with Aunt Diane. And then she said, what do you mean? Do something wrong with your aunt? Put her on the phone okay so i'm trying to understand the kids apparently none of them had seat belts okay because she's asking she's saying put her on the phone so the niece the the eight-year-old niece passes the phone to her mom to to her aunt excuse me and then and diane says on the phone so they're asking her so how did she sound on the phone when she passed the phone to her she said to her oh no they're just playing everything's fine they're just playing like that to me is crazy 
like delirium when people are drunk right i never been drunk i don't drink nothing like that um they also say that she was smoking um pot and you know whatever all of that stuff when people are drunk like they you ask them something right when you know somebody's not right like a hundred percent they've been drinking because they smell of of a drink or something they be like oh you're lying you're crazy i'm doing fine whatever and then she, they pass the phone and she says she talks to them she she said she didn't make a lot of sense she just kept kept saying oh no they're fine they're just playing like those are like if i'm the mom can i be like what do you mean they sound like they're crying what is going on why is my daughter crying in the back seat why did she call me and how did the how did the eight-year-old get a hold of the cell phone that's like my biggest thing like this is 2009 this didn't happen last year 2021 right this is 2009 where people were still getting used to phones and like not maybe not people but like children right and like 2009 how did the eight-year-old got a hold of the cell phone first of all okay because if the aunt diane said to her here can you call your mom i'm not feeling too good can you can you call your mom she's passing the phone to the niece to her niece she, the, the kid would have said, hey, mom, and they wanted me to call you because she's not feeling too good. That's not what she said. She said, oh, there's something wrong with Aunt Diane. And then the mom said, what do you mean? Can you put her on the phone? And then when she passes the phone back to Diane, Diane is completely lying and saying, oh, no, they're just playing. Something else happened here, okay? And let me just tell you, so apparently... You know, they continue that call that she had with the the daughter of the of the nieces. You know, her sister-in-law got disconnected abruptly, right? And after that, they believe that they they passed. I mean, this family passed the entire Tappan Sea Bridge. Okay, this is the same lady that was driving. Um, the same lady that was driving. Uh, you know, recklessly beeping the horn tailgating people she was able to maneuver the tapestry bridge okay and pass through the tolls okay and the tapestry bridge not the tapestry bridge right now but back then like i said i went to school in that area i went back and forth the tapestry bridge all the time so this is why it's so familiar so right when they exit the tapestry bridge in Terrytown, right then there she diane calls her brother and her brother um, the, the father of the, the three nieces, right? And she, he, she said, um, he didn't, the thing with the brother, here's the thing with the brother, he hasn't come out and spoken a lot. And I understand, guys, this is very hard. And I understand when things are said and done, basically what happened with this family, the last thing you want to do is stir up the pub and stir up the pub and bring things to the surface that perhaps may implicate you being responsible for something. Okay, so who was the last person who spoke with Diane besides the nieces in the car that died also with her? Because um, that's the thing, they all died except for, the, for her son. Okay, I believe his name is um, Ryan or Brian. He was the lone survivor of the crash. And I'm going to give you guys the name, right? Um, so... So, I'm sorry. So she called... Her, the last person who actually spoke with Diane was the brother. So 
when they sp they're speaking, they're at the top and sea bridge, but just right past through the toll, and they're at the exit, um, right right by the exit where it says Terrytown, right? And then Diane said, "I'm not. I'm having trouble seeing." This is what she's saying to her brother. So this lady coming recklessly, driving, you know, beeping the horn, tailgating people, driving in the medium, going to the gas station, stopping at McDonald's, all of that, was able to manage to pass through the entire Tappan Sea Bridge on a straight line, pass through the toll, and make a complete full stop, okay? And she made a stop, and she is calling her brother and saying, I'm having trouble seeing and then something else was said in that conversation that we have no knowledge of. And we know that one person, two people knew what, what happened in that conversation is Diane. And she died. And the brother who is alive who hasn't come out and given any interviews about it. Okay. And like I said to you guys, there are things that are hidden in this case. Besides the fact that the family doesn't want to accept that she was drunk. There are things that are hidden in this case. And this is why I feel so passionate to speak about it. And then, apparently, when she had that conversation with her brother, she, he says to her, you know, stay where you are. I'm going to get you. Okay? Um, and then she passes the phone to her niece. And the niece, um, the, the child, I think the oldest, the eight-year-old, says, she's asking, the dad is asking, tell me what did you see? And she said, Read me the sign, the dad says. Read me the signs. What are you saying? She said, Terrytown, okay? So, I mean, I can picture that Etsy, right? Because that, that, that was to be my Etsy, right? Of the Tapasy Bridge to get back to my school. So, I can see exactly what they're stopping in my head. Obviously, I don't know. You know, I didn't see anything of that, what happened. And then the, the kid said, Terrytown. Why if he says to her, okay? Why if this, he says to her, I know exactly where you're staying. I'm coming to get you. Why did Diane continue to drive out? And then witnesses said, this is another point, witnesses said that they saw the ladies, they saw a Remini van with the lady out of the car stopping like she was vomiting, right, in the in the ramp past the Tappan Sea Bridge. And that's the second time, because she was seen vomiting twice, okay? This lady was seen vomiting twice. How does a drunk person they can say she was three times drunk. She was drunk three times. She's a very um, strong-willed person. She was the head of the household. She had a, a great job, had employees, had a secretary, was able to manage so much so. How did she become so irresponsible that day? Something was triggering her to do that, okay? This is way... This is not alcohol here, guys. I understand that she was drunk. I understand that there was bad. I understand all of that. Like, people who are drunk, that's why they give them that test on the street, walk on the straight line. People who are three times the legal limit of alcohol, they don't manage to do so much like that. Something was triggering that phone call so much so that the cell phone was left right there outside the Tappan Sea Bridge by the Terrytown sign that you see there. What do people do when you're sick and tired of people telling you 
you can be drunk or not when you, people are just bossing you bossing you put the child on the phone the child is saying something's wrong with my aunt put her on the phone i want to talk to her oh no they're just playing okay put her back on the phone i'm throwing i'm having trouble seeing Imagine the brother, now I gotta go come get you because you're not good enough to come and drive yourself over here. What are you doing? To, you have to be here. You know they have practice. You're running already an hour late. What is going on with you? What do you do when people are talking perhaps to you like that? You're already tired of having your, all these kids the entire weekend. You're already taking them off their hands so that you know they can have a fun time with the family for the whole weekend now you're being pressured to act up to come up to the play and be the super mom that you are and now you're asking for help and now you expect me to drive whatever hours it is to come and get you because you're having trouble seeing what do you think what does that make sense that why would she leave phone she said she wasn't feeling well why is she leaving the phone now why why did the phone was left there okay um let me just say something right a lot of people when they're not feeling good and they, you know once you vomit like you feel so much better right after this lady was seen vomiting twice i do believe that there are some things that that are hidden i do believe a hundred percent diane was not having a good weekend she basically saw her life kind of like she was she might have been she might have this is just my opinion everybody okay she, this lady probably had a great career and she was making money she was the head of the household they said she was a super mom let me tell you super moms they also get tired of being super moms I'm not, I don't mean like in a harsh way they also need their time they they can say yes 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 but you need to understand sometimes you have to say you know i'll take it this time that's okay diane i'll drive all the kids back you drive with the dog you, you know let me drive you know take your time you know you were you were with the kids all weekend what is what is the husband doing he he has said many times in in this um thing that they did for hbo he said that he feels so much like he's angry with Diane because he never wanted to have kids and now he's in the position that he has to take care of the 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 boy that survived their own child that survived are you serious like for him to even come out and say that publicly that's that's so painful okay for him to not have the 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 strong will or the morality to be like hey HBO, you're doing a documentary that I agreed to do. Please do not publish the, the photos of my wife, dead body on this documentary for the world to see. Why did he allow to do that? Why did he allow that to do them to do that? I was completely shocked, everybody. I'm not asking you to go watch. I'm just saying, I'm watching this documentary on, on HBO. And I'm like, what are they doing publishing the dead photos of Diane Schuller? Like, what is the morality? What is the dignity? They couldn't save that dignity. Like, she has a boy that's gonna, her only boy that survived the crash is gonna grow up and he's gonna be able to search stuff. And he's gonna come up ac across those photos. 
where is the family? They want to find out that she was not drunk or now or whatever. But they don't. They couldn't stop the photos for being released. Why is the brother of Diane Schuller not saying exactly what happened in that conversation? Why couldn't he say, "Hey, you know, why don't, if you are having trouble, like man, if my sister, I mean, God forbid, if I have anybody that I know." personally and they're calling me for help they say hey I'm, i cannot see right now if i'm two hours away i'll be like okay call the police and i'm I'll may, i'm coming where you are right now and if they say to me you know i, I cannot talk hey try to call the police if now i'm gonna call i'm gonna call the police let me know where you are like why Something was said, you know, I keep, I keep emphasizing that. Something was said in that last conversation that Diane had. This lady, they're going to make us believe. The family, this the family knows more than what they're saying. This drunk lady, you know, that they, they all, they, that's the toxicology report that she was three times drunk, the legal limit. They want to talk about the dentist and that she had a bad tooth that was bothering her, this and the other, and that's why she went to the gas station to get some type of um, medication. Let me just tell you something. Diane Schuller and her issue with her teeth, and if you guys, I understand dentists are, you know, terrifying. I think about it twice before I go to. Let me just tell you something with Diane Schuller. This is not a dental pain that just appeared out of nowhere. Her friend said that same week they noticed her doing this to her mouth, right? When you are doing this frequently to your mouth, you don't run out of a leaf or talon or whatever it is. You make sure you have it on stack because if you're trying to avoid the dentist and you're going to medicate yourself, you make sure you have enough. I don't think she was looking for that at the gas station. I think she was looking for something else. And here's the thing that I know people are not going to probably understand. And all, it's all a speculation. Like I said, this is just me looking at it from a different perspective. That stop at McDonald's and the whole go play in the playground, you know, it's almost like a reward. She was giving some type of reward. That's what I feel like. It's something, there was a conversation that happened with her and her husband that day of the camping trip on the last day. There's something that, you know, people who are always so strong, they, you know, they have a breaking point. And it's so sad. It's so sad that she didn't see a, a way out. You know, I just feel like there were... There were conversations that happened with her and her husband and her brother. And unfortunately, they're not going to come out. They want to pinpoint, you know, they, this is why I feel like they don't want to, they don't want the public, or maybe they were fighting for the public not to know that she was actually drunk because, you know, it's almost like he said many times she was not drinking like that. She was not drinking that. So what was it then? Can you tell us what it was? Right? He wants to say it was her tooth. It was the this, the other. A person who was that drunk was able to pass through the trap and separation, was able to pay toll, whatever, easy pass, whatever, 
but basically what I'm trying to say, she was able to drive on a straight line and know which lane to go. She didn't go to the opposite lane or I like went to like cash where you have to stop and you know whatever she went through that toll perfectly fine the Tapasi bridge um and then she was able to stop and then she was able you know to vomit get back in the car after she was told somebody was coming to get you and then she left she lost her phone out she didn't want to get a call anymore she was fed up something was going on okay the sister, the, the the lady who lost her her kids, her daughters, I understand that she she's going through very hard times. Something she might have said. She said, but put her on the phone. Like, and she's saying when she's being interviewed, oh, she just didn't make any sense. What did she say exactly? What was your conversation with her? When somebody said, oh, no, I, I, she, my, my daughter put her back on the phone, and I said to her, what's, what's wrong with you? Emma's saying that you don't sound good. Oh, no, you know, we just went to the park in this. At least tell us if that conversation didn't make sense, say it. Okay, say it just like that. Don't say she wasn't making any sense. What did you say to her, Diane? Are you going to be late again? Like, you know I have to take care of, take these kids to rehearse or whatever it was. When people are give you 10,000 favors, right? And your favors meaning you, they're taking the kids away from you so you can have time together, whatever. And this will happen quite often, right? They will go to the campsite quite often. And you still gonna complain because they're running late maybe diane felt like she was being used like she, everybody's being ungrateful she's like i'm done with this phone i'm gonna leave it here like how did this person drives into the wrong entrance that's my point how did you go through the tap and see which how did you i mean she she's vomiting she's letting it all out of the system whatever it was that she's having with right whatever it was just that she was dealing with um medically she's letting it out of her system so much so that she's get back on the car she gets back on the car something happened with those she spoke with her she spoke with her husband she spoke with the brother specifically. I think the brother is the most important one. And she spoke with the, she spoke with the sister-in-law. The husband was at the campsite. The brother and the sister-in-law during the trip. Something was triggering her. Something triggered her to just be like, you know what? I'm gonna put the phone down over here. I'm just. I don't want it. I'm done. Something happened. Let me know what you guys think about this case. Thank you so much for listening to this and watching this video. God bless.